Hey, Bardog, I just have one more question for you. What is your question? Who let the dogs out? Undisclosed. Jaywalk made this track. Ladies and waiting. What's up, trolls? Welcome back to the Ladies in Waiting podcast. It's your host, Kitty, here with my co-host, Stargirl. Hey, it's me, Star, or Stargirl, either one. Welcome back to the podcast, to episode two of the Ladies in Waiting. We are so, so excited to get to continue to do this. You know, we threw out episode one without any warning. We took the podcast world by storm. Um, jumped on Instagram and Spotify, multiple streaming platforms, um, and are just so grateful for everyone for sharing, for liking, for posting, and reposting of our podcast. So we're really, really excited to share a lot with you today. That's right. Some of you have clicked on this podcast and are listen, listening intently waiting for the bar dog to make his appearance. And he's coming up, but Before then, we just have to disclaim a few topics of discussion, just so that everybody is tracking with us behind the scenes of Bardog. Kitty, that was such a good transition. Thank you. Um, I kind of feel like I'm a professional podcaster now. (laughs) On episode number two, everyone. (laughs) Little do they know we've recorded this three times so far. And we are going to leave that in the podcast to remain real and vulnerable to all of our 20-year-old listeners. That's right. As Star mentions when we talk to Bardog, this podcast is for everyone. It's not just for the tweens and the teens out there. Sure, sure. The tweens and the teens in college, not just for them. Hashtag anyone can listen. Hashtag you can listen to. So without further ado, we just have a few orders of business here, just like Kitty said. Um, Disclaimers, circling back on episode one. And so we just want to talk about a term that we flippantly used, a flippantly used in the last episode. Sure. (laughs) And that term is troll. Trolly, trolling. (laughs) you like zang it trolly (laughs) the word troll is probably one of my favorite words in the dictionary now the dictionary probably defines this term differently than I define it but the term troll is really used by my co-host star and I in a variety of contexts a variety of reasons mostly as a form of endearment for friends to show them that we just love trolling with them Now, troll can be a verb, a noun, but troll can really just mean a person who looks uh, to instigate with others to make a scene, cause a reaction, to have fun with. It's really just, it's a broad term, I would say, and kind of could be used in any sort of context. What you say, Stargirl? I really would. And I'm really glad that you gave the definition for that because it goes very well with an undisclosed website on the World Wide Web's definition that states that a troll is someone who deliberately makes people mad online to get a reaction. <laughs> and so it's just, 
it's funny to think about because so many things people do are trolling. So many things. And because as humans, we want a reaction. Sometimes, most of the time, we are performing for someone around us and we are wanting a reaction. And so we really love to troll. We love trolling. And so with (laughs) that, we are going to introduce a segment we like to call, What's the Trolliest Thing You Did This Week? Stargirl, I am so excited for this segment. I just think it's so fun to reflect on the ways we are trolling each other virtually and trolling those around us in person. As you know, we are long distance, but still find it very easy ways to troll each other online. I think it's <laughs> probably one of my favorite ways of trolling. But with that, this segment is so exciting to think about the ways we have trolled this week. So Stargirl, I'm going to hand it over to you. What is the trolliest thing you've done this week? So to be quite honest, I've been to a handful of weddings here in the last two weeks. So two weddings. And in between the ceremony and the reception here a few days ago, my friend and I happened to go to Sonic and I was not finished with my Dr. Pepper with no ice before I got to the reception I had never gotten a no ice beverage at a Sonic but I wanted so much Dr. Pepper and I didn't want any of that to be wasted with ice and as most of us know if it comes out of a soda fountain it is still cold you don't necessarily need the ice so put the Sonic in my purse walked in was able to drink my Dr. Pepper the rest of the evening. And by that, it only lasted about 10 more minutes. Also want to add something that was a little trolly that I might edit out is my friend and I 15 minutes into the reception made reservations to eat somewhere else. And that is a troll. (laughs) With all that being said, Kitty, I cannot wait to hear about the trolliest thing you've done recently. Tell it. So something trolly I did a couple weekends ago was crash a date. That's right. (laughs) I was in a car with a friend. We got another call from a different friend that we knew that some of our friends were on a date. And with this, we went on Find My Friends, a very popular and fun app that people use nowadays to keep track of where their friends are at. Kind of creepy, kind of fun. So with this app, we were able to track where our friends that were on a date were. And of course, naturally, we had to drive to find them. So here we go, driving around Waco. (laughs) Really an exhilarating drive, if you can imagine. And we find them outside of a Mexican restaurant (laughs) we had never been to before, never heard of before. So it was a funny pick for a date if you will. And we drove into the parking lot and saw them sitting outside. Looks like they were having a great time. And of course, naturally, I was like, oh, well, of course we have to go up now that we see them sitting there. So we walk up to the table and I say, hey, are these seats taken? And proceed to sit down at the empty chairs next to my good friends. And the utter 
shookness <laughs> that was on their face <laughs> was magical. It truly fueled me with the reaction I hoped to get and definitely brought in some trolling that I needed for that week and was a good, good time. That's amazing. Like that is what I, as a fellow troller, aspire to do. Right. I love, <laughs> I love find my friends. I love showing up where people are. It's only happened a few times that I've actually surprised people, but yeah. it was extremely fun. So thank you so much for telling that story, Kitty. I loved it so much. And that wraps up our segment of what's the trolliest thing you've done this week. Thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing more about the trolliness that is occurring amongst our listeners. If there's something super trolly that you did this week, please DM us. Who knows? Maybe it will end up on the podcast. You will not be mentioned, but maybe the story will be mentioned on the podcast. So like Katie said at the beginning of our episode, we have a couple disclaimers. We have one last disclaimer. We love getting to talk to Bardog and are excited and anxiously and awaiting getting to share that with you guys. But we tell a story in our interview with Bardog and we just want everyone to know that it is a joke and a lot of parts of it are a joke. We absolutely love Luke Barlow and we are just trolling him for the purposes of this podcast. So with that disclaimer out there that we feel like we need to explain ourselves, up next is our time with Bardog. Who let the dogs out? What's up, trolls? We are here with our very first guest on the Ladies in Waiting podcast show. Some call him Luke, some call him Barlow, some call him Luke Barlow. But one of my favorite nicknames for Luke Barlow is Bardog. Bardog! He is here now with us. Hello, guys. It is an honor to be here. I cannot believe it. It truly is a dream come true. I'm very honored. Thank you for having me. I do have one question, Bardog. If we could come back to the moment that you found out that you were going to be the guest on the podcast, could you just walk us through that really quick? Yes. So um, I was uh, playing basketball with my friends um, here at and I um, was very into the game. Now, granted, I wasn't doing that great because I'm not that great at basketball, but I was having fun and I was trying really hard. And my friend screamed from the side and said, Bardog, you're going to be on the podcast. And I said, what? And she said, ladies in waiting. And I didn't care about the game anymore. I was so excited. There's actually a video of me. I don't know if she still has it, but um, I like did a nice fist pump like they do in the movies. Um, and chances are I probably got scored on that play, but it's okay. I was very, very excited. The world stopped. So I actually have a fun fact. Um, the music in the beginning of the podcast, um, my voice is the one that says ladies in waiting. waiting. I am the voice of ladies in waiting. I didn't know that. Wait, we (laughs) actually had no idea about that. Yeah, it's, it's my voice. I'm the one who did that. I did not know it was you. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was my voice. Um, So that makes this episode even more special that we got to have one of the original ladies-in-waiting trolls (laughs) interviewed by us. 
It is truly an honor. I feel like I get to now be a part of every podcast, which is truly special. Thank you so much for sharing that. So we would love to know about you, who you are, where you come from. What is that? What are you doing? Um, you d- yeah, Bardog, you really just disclosed a lot of information. Our viewers are kind of used to undisclosed content. So please just enlighten us a little bit more about what it is, where you come from, what's going on in your life right now. And obviously you are allowed to use people's names. Gladly. But, but please just know that they might be edited out. Right. Okay. Um, so sorry for the name drop, but yes, my name is Luke Barlow. Um, as Kitty suggested colloquially, I'm known as Bardog. Um, I come from the land of Alabama, born and raised. Um, I went to Baylor for four years, sick and bears. That's right. Um, Kitty has officially taken my place in Waco. Now I'm a student of the Kanakuk Institute. So I'm now a local. I read the word daily now, um, which is great. Super, huge upgrade in life. Um, but yeah, so we live on a fake island. I've got lots of new friends. Um, it's basically like freshman year all over again. So life is good. Thank you for sharing that, Bardog. For security purposes, we might have to be editing some of that out. But um, <laughs> so- I don't know what I'm allowed to say and allowed not to say. I don't know the rules of podcasting. We don't technically know either, but after we did our very first podcast in it became the joke that we said undisclosed and for security purposes, after we had so many listens, we realized we for sure cannot name drop. Like there are stories that I would really like to tell on the podcast today and I can't. Because like Luke, we thought that maybe like 20 of our friends would listen to this at most, like mostly all of our camp friends, but like this is being shared. If I go look right now at the amount of listens that we have, we have 211. That's a lot. So thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners. It is a lot. It truly is. Back to Bardog. Back to talking about him and how Star and Kitty also know Bardog. Like we said... We were the ladies-in-waiting at an undisclosed camp in an undisclosed state. And we got to work alongside Bardog for summer 2020. There's one specific incident that I actually just, like, comes to mind when I think about Luke Barlow. And it also involves Kitty. And so um, there there was one evening that we were backstage from our our evening programming and I it was it was kind of dark back there and there were things going on on stage but all I really remember is that a note um aka a goodie was handed to my friend Kitty and my friend Kitty came over and told me that a boy had written her a goodie so at this undisclosed camp um our inner camp mail notes that are written to friends not friends more than friends kitty do you remember what it said it had the alphabet written out and then erased i think that it was a decoding kind of thing needed to be going down but i was just so overwhelmed by the sender you were overwhelmed Yes, that I just, you know, I didn't know if I had a suitor at this camp at this point. So 
Back sure. to you, Star. Sure. And what then transpired after that was a lot of giggling from both parties and then turned into, I don't know, I don't know, it, it kind of went on for a few days. I don't know the words to describe this story. <laughs> well, if I may, I, I have some details to add to this story. <laughs> We would love to hear from you, Bardog. (laughs) Well, first things first, we need to define our terms. First term, hand a note. What happened was there was a piece of paper that was crumpled up. I didn't crumple it, but it was crumpled. And I tossed it in the general direction of Kitty. Was it aimed at her? Not particularly. Did it hit her? I'm honestly not sure. But it ended up near her after I had just tossed it aimlessly. And uh, the note written, um, one, was not written by me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was during a game that we had played at our undisclosed camp. So (laughs) honestly, hearing that it's the alphabet, that's the first time I've heard that. So (laughs) that's a surprise to me. And then uh, the giggling, uh, no comment on on the giggling. and moving forward, um, honestly, the whole relationship, call it what you will, uh, if you would call it a relationship, was, um, was, uh, it was hard to, hard to follow, not, not, not any really DTRs. Um, so there was a lot of confusion, a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of miscommunication. So um, honestly, just felt in the dark the whole time. Right. And, you know, both parties were in the dark. I mean, I'm here waiting. Is, is am I going to be asked on a walk? Like, what is next in this relationship? So, yeah, a series of just confusion and misunderstandings led us to troll with Bardog for the rest of the summer. Yep, that is correct. Luke, thank you so much for describing that because obviously, I did not see that transpire. You know how how many times in our lives do suitors throw crumpled pieces of paper at you and just leave you waiting. I mean, I'm sure all my ladies out there can relate to this. The fact that you just brought that up, a boy (laughs) in the fourth grade threw crumpled up pieces of paper at me. (laughs) Speaking from experience, he was either madly in love with you or it was not on purpose. There is no in between. Oh, oh, I can tell you the whole story that I will shorten. We were on the playground in the fourth grade. We find out that this boy is running around. His name is Michael. He will never listen to this podcast. (laughs) You never know. Michael, are you out there? Please DM us on Instagram. (laughs) If I run into him in Kansas City, where I currently live, I will lose my mind. I did run into him in the eighth grade. You might marry him. Fourth grade, this boy, Michael, is running around throwing little pieces of paper as he runs. And these girls are running after him. And I'm like, whatever. And the girls run up to me after recess like, hey, um, Michael just ran around and gave us clues to the girl that he has a crush on. And the initials say SP and that's you. And I said, oh. I was going to say, Michael sounds like a romantic. Yes, we never spoke of it. Bardog, so, maybe you should take notes for future I, when, you're trying, <laughs> when you need to crumple up another piece of paper <laughs> and pursue a girl. 
Truly, what a pursuit. Katie, I think there were some other fun facts about Bardog that you were going to share with our listeners. Sure, sure. So our small little camp in an undisclosed location is just kind of a small network of people, you know, you keep going back (laughs) by choice, by uh, predestination, (laughs) by cancellation of events, you know, you keep going back, you keep meeting the same kind of people. And you know, with that, there's mutual friends, you know, we love networking nowadays. And with that, actually, we had the opportunity uh, me, Kitty, to speak with some of Bardog's closest friends who are actually spending the year with him. So based on my conversations with some of these undisclosed friends of Bardog's, I got to hear a little bit of what you've been up to these past few weeks on the island. So Luke, I was told to question you on your newfound hobby of CrossFit. Uh, I wouldn't call it a hobby. I'd call it more of a lifestyle. Sure. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, here's the deal. Um, I think we're called to do hard things. And I would not consider CrossFit an easy thing. And um, we've also been asked to be physically disciplined. And I'm not very good at that. And so... I just asked myself, what's the worst way I could do that? And the answer was CrossFit. So now I do it almost every day. And it's not fun. It's terrible. For any, for any listeners out there, don't try it. It's not worth it. I was about to say, what an inspirational speech. And you followed it up with, don't do it. <laughs> I wish I could say that like I'm learning, like it's good to work hard and Discipline is good, but like it's a struggle every day. I'm not very good at it, but we're staying strong. I did it today. I kind of feel like I'm going to throw up, but it's okay. <laughs> right. So how many days has it been? Um, I would say out of the last 10 days, I think I've done it six or seven days. That, my friends, is diligence. And Bardog, another just follow-up comment. So uh, said friend also commented on some of your living tendencies from your days back at Baylor University. And he mentioned how your favorite pastime was going to the grease pit at around 10 or 11 p.m. So first of all, Bardog is a night owl. Correct. (laughs) But he mentioned that you, you know, loved to get a large Dr. Pepper or root beer. And then leave said large root beer in the living room of your house for weeks (laughs) on end just to see what would happen do you care to comment on this well clearly there was no bitterness when he told you this (laughs) no no none (laughs) um yeah i mean some may some may describe me as over ambitious um i mean take our crossfit hobby for example um excuse me crossfit lifestyle um but yeah, you know, I would go through the drive-through line and I would ask myself, what do, what do I want? And um, there was never a question. It was large. I wanted a large drink because I was going to drink all of it. And uh, by the time I got home and had eaten my food, um, <laughs> that wasn't true anymore. And I would move on to bigger and better things. And um, I sometimes, occasionally, 
left the cup there with a little bit extra in it. And sometimes I occasionally didn't throw it away for a couple of weeks. And there was no, there was no bitterness there. Right. Right. Undisclosed friend. Sure. I'm just super glad you were able to bring that into the light here on the podcast and just clarify all of that. Yeah. So I, I just had a question for the undisclosed friend. My assumption is this roommate of yours was a male. I really hope that this undisclosed friend is listening to the podcast right now, as we are grateful to have the one and only Luke Barlow on our podcast, because you can listen to anyone can listen. Hashtag anyone can listen. Hashtag anyone can listen. So we were talking earlier, Bardog, and we were asking each other the trolliest thing each other had done this week. And so we just wanted to ask you that question. Is there anything that you've done that has been extremely trolly? That's a great question. You know, there is one thing. I have to admit it wasn't on purpose, but... What happened is uh, we, um, some of my friends at this undisclosed location that we're at, uh, decided that it would be fun to go watch a sunrise on Sunday morning. And so uh, we went to this place on an undisclosed lake, and um, the landscape was like kind of rocky, like that's the best way I can describe it, it's rocks. Um, and, but there were like these random plants and trees that were like kind of around the shore. Um, and someone said like, Hey, this like reminds me of Israel. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. Also one of, one of my undisclosed friends, per, perhaps the one who you talked to, um, climbed, uh, one of the trees and looked like Zacchaeus, someone mentioned. And I was like, that's funny. So what I did is I filmed a, a video for my Instagram story and I like panned around like the water and the rocks and the people. And then I zoomed in on my friend in the tree and I tagged the place as Jerusalem, Israel. Um, turns out like five people messaged me and were like, I'm so glad you're there. That's such an amazing place an amazing experience. And I really just didn't have the heart to like tell them, and in the message, like, hey, uh, it was a joke. I'm not actually in Israel. Um, so what I did is I just posted another story like 12 hours later, and I just admitted and confessed, hey, I'm not actually in Israel. Sorry. And some people were mad at me. So you're telling me that you didn't DM five people <laughs> back. You posted Correct. an Instagram story for your undisclosed amount of followers. Correct. Huh. And that right there is bringing to light Bardog's trolliness. He is a troll. Apparently, you heard it. It was an accident. You heard it here first. And with that, to conclude our conversation with the Bardog on the Ladies in Waiting podcast, Bardog, we love to ask each other and all of our guests from here on out what they're waiting on. And you can take this literally, you can take this figuratively, just what you're waiting on this week. What are you waiting on, Bardog? Well, physically, um, as I previously mentioned, now that I have a new lifestyle of CrossFit, um, I'm wait- uh, I don't feel very good, so I'm waiting to see if I'm going to throw up or not. Um, who knows? <laughs> I'll keep you updated. <laughs> um, you know the listeners are going to want to be updated. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will update the listeners. Follow me on Instagram. I will let you know personally. We'll tag you on the ladies in waiting Instagram. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Don't worry. Um, thanks guys. I really appreciate your support. Um, so that would be my immediate answer physically. Beyond that, I guess I'm waiting to see how long it takes before I'm like the best CrossFitter in the world. Because I'm guessing it won't take more than probably three weeks. That's my guess. I'm just, I don't know how to respond to that. I think I'll speak on behalf of Star on this one. I think we are both speechless. That <laughs> silence was authentic. Like, if I had to describe Shook to someone over the age of 50, like, that is a story I would tell, and then I would say, and I was Shook. Uh, I can speak to that. I watch their faces not say anything for about five seconds. <laughs> and that will not be edited out. No. People will think that the podcast is dumped. <laughs> Everyone will check their volume. <laughs> oh, I hope Bardog gets so many DMs from being on this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I, I've already gotten a lot, and most of them were pretty hateful. Mostly things like, Hey, I'm jealous of you. You don't deserve to be the first guest. I deserve to be the first guest. There is a specific person I'm talking about, and this undisclosed person knows exactly who they are. And I would just like to say I'm calling them out. Sure, sure. <laughs> hey, what are you waiting on? You know what? I was thinking long and hard while Bardog was just sharing about what I'm waiting on. Honestly, I'm just waiting for Jesus to come back at this point. Mm, preach. Star? <laughs> Well, since we've asked what we are waiting on, I am physically waiting to go back to the CVS Minute Clinic that I visited today. I got tested for tuberculosis. Oh. I had to be tested for tuberculosis in order to continue to work at my And on a new segment on the Ladies in Waiting podcast is, is it COVID or tuberculosis? <laughs> Just kidding. That's not funny to talk about. <laughs> if anyone has tuberculosis, DM Ladies in Waiting and they'll put you on the podcast. I can speak. I can speak to that. I know that you can speak to that. At they, they, they told me. Underscore. Underscore. underscore thank you. Two underscores. So that's what I am currently waiting on. I actually have another thing I'm waiting on. I thought of it while Star was speaking. I'm also waiting on our friend Michael to reach back out to Star and rekindle the flame that was lit in the fourth grade. <laughs> Thank you, Bardog. That is so true. Michael, if you're out there listening, please DM us. Star is in the Kansas City greater area. You can find her. Michael, please DM me. I'm, a, I'm really good at pursuits. You can ask Kitty. I did it really well this summer. And uh, we'll get this thing rekindled. Don't worry. You and me, man. And with well, that, thank you guys so much for listening to the second episode of the Ladies in Waiting podcast. We so appreciate your following, your listening, your sharing, everything that you're doing to get the word out. We do love that our demographic is 18 to 25 year old females. And we are here to say that the podcast is for everyone. Anyone can listen. You can listen to. Once again, huge shout out to 
Bardog, our friend who is the very first guest on the Ladies in Waiting podcast. We love you, Bardog. We love you, Bardog. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. This is my first podcast ever. So I'm really excited that it was here on the best podcast ever. It's been real. It's been fun. And we're still waiting. Freestyle. Freestyle. Move your hands. Freestyle. This party's crazy. Freestyle. Wow, we have so much fun at the party. We are the party guys. The party guys are crazy. Huh? We do. Party, 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 party.